0: Coming to you from helping our music evolve in Nashville, this is The Quinn Spin. Hey now! And welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of The Quinn Spin. I'm your host, The Quinn. I'm very excited to be here. Happy September, everybody. Thank you once again for joining us here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and everywhere else you can hear the show. I think Stitcher's in there somewhere, too. You just heard All I've Become by Revel9. That's been our opening theme song for five years strong now as of yesterday. Yesterday was our sixth birthday here at the spin through all the versions and iterations and everything we've been through. So uh, happy birthday to us. And what a birthday present I have right here. I get to talk to Talia Stewart, who is an indie pop artist here in Nashville. And she's going to join me to talk about her new album, Confessional, and a whole bunch of other things pertaining to her art and life and times. Talia, thank you so much for joining us here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Very excited to have you. And so, as you know, I ask every guest of the show, and you can answer these in your own way, three standard questions, those being who are you, what do you do, and why on earth would you want to come on The Quinn Spin?
1: Well, uh, my name is Talia Stewart. I am uh, an indie pop artist here in Nashville. Um, And I, I wanted to come I love podcasts and I don't get to do them enough okay like, um but yeah I was excited to kind of get this opportunity and um I feel that it's really important after releasing you know a project like this that's so conceptual to kind of have a space where I can break down a lot of the themes and you know, get in the weeds with
0: it, so. Yeah, and that's what we want to do, and there's a lot here. (laughs) There's certainly a lot going on. We were talking offline about this, so I'm really excited to dig into some of that here. So so thanks again for joining us. Yeah, thank you. And before we get to all of those themes and concepts within the new record, I I want to start from the beginning and Mm -hmm. give you a chance to talk about your background. So you you grew up in SoCal, Mm -hmm. you know, and you've always led a creative life, you know, through literature, through music. So, Talk about some of the things that influenced you, whether other artists, people, experiences, and what made you want to pursue this full time.
1: Um, I think, uh, gosh, I think growing up, I was I was a huge huge reader, mm-hmm. and um, I think that had a lot to do with kind of sparking a lot of my creativity, um, especially in visuals, like that area. I'm highly visual, and uh, you know when you read, you're visualizing things like you're creating this picture in your head for yourself um so I think that had a lot to do with kind of where I got started artistically and obviously writing came into that too um the style I write the the style of music I make is very um I don't know I feel like it's very dramatic Mm -hmm. and it's you know like all, all the books that I loved growing up like Gone with the Wind, Great Expectations like you know all the every anything from the Bronte sisters like it's all so big and dark and heavy and dramatic and I think that's because of how much I was reading that kind of stuff
0: for sure and you could definitely hear that heaviness come through mm-hmm. you know in, in a song like it's not me it's you yeah. like just that like demonic dark presence <laughs> there you yeah. know it's so it's so palpable and you could definitely hear that come Thank through in, in the work for sure so. You came to Nashville, came here as a student at Belmont. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, that's where a lot of aspiring musicians, pretty much either there or Berkeley, right? Where a lot of aspiring musicians try to go. Uh And you've stuck around since then. So just talk about the experience of being here and just being a part of this community, both as a student and now after that stage and some of the opportunities you've had and what you've learned, some of the Mm -hmm. lessons you've learned here.
1: Yeah, um, I think Coming to Belmont was, I mean, just, like, one of the best decisions ever. I needed an excuse to get out of L.A. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that for just a lot like, of people.
1: I love L.A., I really do. And yeah. I think I'll live there mm-hmm. um, eventually. But I think that as a young artist, I didn't know myself, and I knew that L.A. was just going to fuck me. Like, I had to get out of there, mm-hmm. you know, right, to, like, right. find myself and grow and uh, know who I was before I went to a city that – uh you know would like just chew me up and spit me out and right yeah so i, I came to nashville and uh you know i think i found myself i'm sure i still yeah. have a lot more work to do but yeah i mean coming to beaumont the whole process was kind of just weird because i went i went into college thinking like shit you know like if i'm gonna go to college it's gonna have to be for music mm-hmm. and so i tried out for uh like every for, when I was applying to colleges, I tried out for their vocal programs, and every vocal program I tried out for uh, denied me. Really? <laughs> Literally every single one. Wow. Every single one denied me, um, which started to get funny. Like, <laughs> <and that's laughs>
0: when... it's like this has happened so many times. Yeah. like All you could do is laugh. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was like, shit, and then mm-hmm. um, and Belmont was the last one. I was like, you know what? I gotta make it. Like, this is just a sign. Like, I'm I'm ready to go to Nashville. Like, I'll get. Accepted into Belmont's surely, and denied. And I was like, oh, my God. But I think that showed me how much I wanted it. And right. I was like, you know. Yeah. And, and I didn't take it to heart. Like, one of the first songs I released is called Throw It My Way. Mm-hmm. And it's about that whole yeah. process of just getting a million no's and, mm-hmm. you know, being like, fuck it. Yeah. Anyway. It,
0: and it's yeah. interesting, like, you know, how that kind of situation could either demoralize you mm-hmm. or prove your own resilience yeah. to you, right? When I I just came to Nashville the end of November myself. No way. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been here that long. Uh oh, a wow. little deceptive with, you know, all the content that's been pumped out here, but I just remember I was um I was interviewing for a job in town here with uh, a company in in the industry. I got to the final interview and didn't get it. Mm. And I just remember like for 5 minutes I was like oh man but then it just pissed me off yeah you know, you know and i'm just yeah. like no i really want to go there like this this showed me i'm I'm going to nashville and uh-huh. i ended up a few weeks later driving down here and not leaving town till i had had a job wow. <laughs> but it, it just goes to show like you know so many of us have those experiences where we get rejections mm-hmm. on top of rejection and you like it proves to you how much you want it yeah you know yeah. and it shows you that you know it shows you what you need to do to, to make something happen for mm-hmm. yourself. You know, it's not always going to be this easy, smooth road. It's almost never going to be that. Yeah. It's going to be you're going to get rejected and you're going to need to learn yeah. so much about yourself, so much about how things work before you're even going to sniff success. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's just always interesting to hear, like, how people came here mm-hmm. and, and the roads that they took. Yeah. To get here, and I, 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 I think too, you know, there's such a value in going somewhere else other than where you've lived your whole life. Oh, so where you, most you,
2: definitely.
0: You know, you just you learn so much about other people, about how a different part of the country or a different part of the world works, mm-hmm. and it informs your perspective when you do go back there. Totally. You know, you you realize the world is a much bigger place than oh yeah where you came from.
1: Yeah, so. and perspective is everything. I remember the first time I went back to la after being in nashville for a few months and Mm -hmm. i just wanted to throw up i was like this is so weird you know it's (laughs) like two different worlds it's it's so cool though i really you know
0: yeah and like you don't know what that first visit back is going to be like Mm -hmm. right Mm because i just went i just went back to pennsylvania where i moved here from last month for the first time and i was like anxious about it (laughs) you know like i don't know what to expect here but like There is like this good, like coming home feeling, Mm -hmm. but it's also like, it's the best of both worlds. Cause also like, I find that like, I can't wait to wait to get back, Yeah, you know, like I can't wait to get back to Nashville and continue working. Totally. That's how
1: I feel too. That's how you know you're in the right place, you know, Mm -hmm. you're in the right place.
0: Exactly. For sure. So you came here, you know, as a student. And since then, you know, you've had the chance to just create and be a part Mm -hmm. of this community. And a lot of what you create is very conceptual you know, and very thematic. And I want to touch on the theme first of women's empowerment Mm -hmm. with uh, Look Ma No Hands and and that single, you know, a call to action, Mm -hmm. you know, not only for this notion of women's empowerment, but for the notion that I think a lot of us across society can appreciate, you know, that we need strength in numbers, you know, Mm -hmm. for society to improve, for things to get better for all of us, we need to work together. We need to support each other. So I want to give you a chance to talk about the themes there yeah. And, and that song
1: yeah definitely um yeah everything i make it has been con- like conceptual mm-hmm. all of it hits me that way mm-hmm. you know and i really that's why i don't really co-write with people because mm-hmm. i have which i should be doing more of <laughs> and i'm <laughs> really i'm open to it but up until this point i've written every word of every song i release released because right. um it's just i don't know it's like i have to honor a concept that i have and look ma came um i didn't plan on actually i i knew it was going to be off this project Mm -hmm. um and you know i didn't it kind of all fell together as i was making the track but Mm -hmm. um yeah i started working on that with um topper atwood and he just had this beat and i was like mom mama, mama, no, mm-hmm. just trying to ride the beat like that and then the message became much stronger of like kind of the same as that as my song throw it my way mm-hmm. which is like look mom i'm doing it no hands like i can do this mm-hmm. um you know and I, I think at a time when females are you know in the music industry in any industry are at a disadvantage and Right now it's becoming, we're becoming more culturally aware of that Mm -hmm. and more sensitive to that. And I wanted to just kind of nurture that topic in my art and talk about, you know, the fact that as females, we got to lift each other up. Like we got to, I cannot watch another female tear Another female down, you right. know, it's just like, oh my God, sis, like we get enough of this, you mm-hmm. know,
0: we don't need to do it to each other. No, we yeah. don't.
1: We don't. We got to yeah. hold, hold each other accountable, hold each other up. And, um, yeah, that video, because I'm so conceptual, I was like, I know I want to have women in this video, but a lot of my videos, like I've, I've kind of gotten this thing where like, I don't show people's faces very mm-hmm. much. And I'm, I've, I do a lot of masked figures in my videos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I marry these two concepts? And right. um, I tried, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was a cool video to shoot because on set, we there was just like such a, just a strong vibe, like a strong female vibe on set. And it was yeah. really cool working with that many women together.
0: Yeah. And I think a powerful message for anybody who find, finds themselves outside of a certain conventional box,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? You yeah. know, even even us as creators. The deck's stacked against the independent creator right now, mm-hmm. you know? So there's something to be found in that message for the person trying to just go out there and do it on their own grassroots.
2: Totally.
0: You know, we don't need to compete against each other.
2: Yeah.
0: We need to build each other up.
2: Uh-huh.
0: You know, I think, you know, like I said, I think there are plenty of places, you know, across society where that message applies and we can all really get behind that, you know, and certainly, you know, there are a lot of awakenings in this industry right now, particularly for women and Mm -hmm. trying to find their equal place, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, and the more voices speaking toward that, the better for the cause. Right. Yeah. So Oh, definitely. And another, you know, another theme that I'm finding more and more artists talk about is mental health. Oh, yes. You, you know, which if we're going to, it's not me, it's you, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there are some demons at play there, yeah. you know, and it addresses the topic. And conceptually speaking, La Deprimida. I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. that correctly, yes. I, I hope.
1: <laughs> La Deprimida. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: that's such a yeah, powerful, striking visual. And I just want to give a little bit of love to that and what went into that concept. hmm
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, the three characters that kind of appear on all the cover are are La Presa, La Matadora, Mm -hmm. and La Deprimida. Mm -hmm. And those were all just kind of like personifications of states of mental health. Mm -hmm. And obviously, La Deprimida, the one who's on that album cover, Mm -hmm. uh, is blue and she represents depression. Mm -hmm. And that kind of all stems from right after i released uh my first project vices and virtues i had like this postpartum depression with it you Mm. know because i for me at least and i think for a lot of creatives your your art your projects become like a pregnancy like Mm -hmm. you know you're incubating this little baby and then then you birth (laughs) it out and it's out in the world and it's crazy and um and i was just kind of like ah feeling wacky because um, that first album was a total, like, planned pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I knew how, like, the whole timeline. I spent two years on it. It was, it you know, I cultivated my art and my artistry a lot through that time. And so having it come to a close was crazy like that. But mm-hmm. um, then I got knocked up with confessional. <laughs> <laughs> and um, And, yeah, I wanted to kind of, I wanted it to be confessional. I wanted it to be, you know, kind of more I talk I, I speak in a lot of metaphors mm-hmm. and, and vices and virtues and and I kind of am more cryptic and uh, confessional is a bit more upfront, of like you know it's not me it's you like I I had a situation where um someone I loved was in love with depression mm-hmm. in love with their depression and it's hard to watch someone not be able to beat that and i kind of wanted to personify depression as like this temptress you know because Mm -hmm. i had just experienced it you know and um i just i don't know i I feel like any state of uh mental illness is just uh, needing to be addressed like i needed to address it in my heart
0: yeah i think that song to me communicates hey i understand this let me help you Mm -hmm. Uh, but that person's not willing to be helped. Yeah. And that speaks, I think, to the idea that, you know, everyone kind of has to come to their own answers and totally. find their own truth. Totally. But that doesn't make it any less grueling Mm-mm. for us to watch yeah. if we see someone else that we care about going through it. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that, that track, like, thematically, it sits in the album kind of in the middle. And um, uh, what the track after Amante talks about, it's kind of the same theme of, like, you know, I love you can't you love you too and i sing those through the eyes of like kind of la deprimida in that space of like you know that sad space and then la matadora which is in the look Mano hands video the mm-hmm. one who um is dressed as a matador is mm-hmm. kind of more of like a resilient strong
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I, f- I feel like certain tracks on this album are sung through the eyes of these different characters almost right. and like the closing track is called "Fly," and that's kind of a we've come full circle, like my baby broke my heart. um, I had to fall apart just to get back up again, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like I'm here, I'm out here while, and even though my heart's broken, you know, and
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: so yeah. That I mean, conceptually, I am very conceptual, and it can sometimes box you in. But I don't know. I I I don't know how to operate any other way. Right. I guess.
0: Right. And. To me, it really seems like and sounds like the the album ends with kind of this, like, to be continued, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, where you can go in any direction from yeah. here. Like, here I am now, kind of having survived all these other things that come up in the album, all these other themes mm-hmm. that, that that arise in these concepts, and here I am. And mm-hmm. it makes it it makes it almost like an exciting look into the future of where you're going to go as an artist, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think... I think both of the f- these projects kind of end like, mm, stay mm-hmm. tuned. Cliffhangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I, and I just like, I was talking to, um, Chelsea about this actually. Yeah. And
0: shout out to Chelsea, by the way. Yeah.
1: Shout out, big shout out to Love Chelsea. Love working with Chelsea. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was saying how I got knocked up again with my next concept for my next project. Uh-huh. And, w- you know, like at this time right now, when it's being recorded, you know, like I hadn't even released a confessional yet, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, you know, but like you can't time these things, you can't rush art,
0: yeah, and when it comes, it comes when the inspiration yeah. strikes, you know, opportunities I think are seldom perfect in their timing, mm-hmm. you know,, uh, but agree. when they come, you gotta you gotta you gotta act on them, yeah, you know, that moment might not be there, you know, mm-hmm. if you let it sit for a while,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so. Definitely. So sonically here, you know, for those who haven't heard Confessionally yet, just tell people a bit about what they can expect to hear in terms of sound, in terms of mood, the people who helped you shape this. Uh
1: Yeah, um, there's a lot of uh, kind of Spanish Mm -hmm. vibes, a lot of like a... We use cassinets a lot, we use slap, and it's it's just kind of more pop fusion, Mm -hmm. more of what I've been doing, I think, Vice and Virtues, I would consider as pop fusion. Um, But I would actually say confessional is a bit more dark pop. It's Mm -hmm. a bit more ambient and um, kind of just uh, crunchier and Mm -hmm. just a bit more heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, A a lot more, I would say, kind of urban influences and... um, you know, I'm still, I still, with Look Mono Hands, had that little reggae moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, it was really fun to work on. I kind of, working on this, I did it with a bunch of different producers as opposed to one or two for my first project. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got to develop my own sound box and have like sounds that I repeatedly use over and over and, you know, cause that's your branding, you know, mm-hmm. musically yeah. that's kind of just like your...
0: Mm-hmm. That that hallmark that yeah. kind of sticks out, like you hear it, and it's like, oh, well, this is so and so sound. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you have totally. those little subtle nuances that, yeah. like, they might appear in different, you know, degrees of subtlety, mm-hmm. uh, but they're there. Yeah. And once you hear it, you can just kind of identify. Your brain just goes there. Totally, mm-hmm.
1: totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's those little like subtle kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I guess like calling subtle. cards. Yeah, calling cards. Yeah, Hallmarks. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So we're going to celebrate the release of this record on October 3rd. Yes, we are. So tell us a little bit about that show and what people can expect if they've never seen you live before, Um, because this is an experience, right? Yes, it is. So tell people about the experience.
1: Yes. Um, I just do slam poetry for my shows. (laughs) (laughs) Completely out of left field, everyone.
0: Is she serious? Come Uh, out and see. (laughs) Come on
1: and see. Yeah, my live shows are... um, I mean, they're fun. Like, I, mm. I do... I, I dance a lot. I move a lot. I'm very um, expressive on stage. And uh, it's going to be... I want to have, like, some drinks that are... Um, we're going to have drinks for the three characters. With like, themed cocktails? Yeah, themed oh, cocktails. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That uh, they go with the uh, with the characters. So you'll get to taste what depression tastes like. Interesting. <laughs> and, Interesting. Yeah. And um, just yeah we're gonna get in the shits with it we're gonna dance i think um sam johnston will be opening for me Mm -hmm. and um yeah i I think it's gonna be super great housequake is throwing it at mercy Mm -hmm. lounge and um yeah i'm super excited we're gonna play the whole album and um and yeah it'll be one of my first shows or my first show actually in nashville with my uh with my new drummer i've been looking for i've been i love love, love the men I play with. I love Quinn Reedy and I love uh, Trace Chiappe, but they both, um, Quinn is in school and Mm -hmm. Trace is in another band called Pearfish that rock. Um, uh, and so I kind of was like, you know, I I gotta get, I gotta get people that can tour with me because I started touring recently and it's been very, you know, stressful if something happens and, you know, one of them has to, has to dip out for that date. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I found I've been trying to get a female band together forever mm-hmm. just because, you know, mm-hmm. got to practice what I preach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. And that's like I've been really wanting to have a female band for a long time. So I found a uh, an amazing drummer, um, Pearl. We have the same last name, mm-hmm. Pearl Stewart. Right. So, you know, the Stewart's are going to be tearing it up on stage. And um, yeah, I think I might I might bring my dancers out. I really I might do it. Yeah so you should
0: why not pull out all the stuff yeah um, it's a party it's a release show
1: it's a big production so yeah
0: i can't wait i can't wait i'm trying to make that talk about some of these other tour stops by the way because you mentioned you're going to be touring a bit Uh i saw savannah there's a charleston date i think i saw too Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah yeah we uh i just started touring and um we've been to ohio and kentucky and georgia and whatnot and um yeah we're gonna play in September, we play St. Louis, and then um, we go to Savannah, Charleston, Charlotte, I believe. Um, yeah. There's so many, I forget. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you can check them all out online, I'm Yeah, sure.
1: you they're, want to all there. They. they're all up there. They're all up there. And yeah, and uh, those will also be, I'll be with my female drummer, so going to have the magic on stage. A little female energy. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh-uh. So, the future, after the tour... After the release show, we te- we teased this a little bit with mm-hmm. the uh, project you're currently working on. Yeah. so shed a little more light on that for us. What can we expect?
1: Oh my gosh, it hit me like a Mack truck. I literally, I was just sitting on my couch and uh, and it just all came to me. Um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be obviously uh, very thematic, and I want to kind of do each track um, like have a character for each track. And have it be like more of an album kind of length because I've been in this weird little, uh, like spot as far as tracks go. I'm like a love child of an album and a single. You know, it's yeah. Just, it's like a it's yeah. it's like an extended EP almost. Mm, and so,
0: like yeah, not quite sure enough to be an EP, mm-hmm. but not what you might consider full length. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like eight or seven tracks. So yeah. this next one I kind of want to do like I think nine tracks, mm-hmm. ten tracks, and um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's looking to be very, it's looking, it's looking to be a lot of work is what it's looking to be. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. It is because we're going to do the whole body paint for each character for each song. And I told my makeup artist and she was like, let's go. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited to design the characters and everything. But.
0: I saw yeah. I saw on social the La Deprimida took what three and a half hours oh, to yeah. do that whole
1: thing. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, La Deprimida took uh, yeah like three and a half hours of me standing naked in a kitchen um, <laughs> being like sponge painted. And so we're actually putting La Deprimida in a video for one of these projects. It's going to drop um, in mid October, mm-hmm. and we bought an airbrush compressor because for like logistically we would not be able to paint her in the amount of time we have for the, mm-hmm. you know, the shoot. And yeah. so I'm excited about that because I won't be standing there like with tiny little sponge <laughs> painting, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah. So we're going all out balls to the wall for this one.
0: I can't wait. Yeah, It's really exciting to see, you know, your artistry develop, you know, in, in all these phases, you know, the, how the visual informs the sonic, you know, mm-hmm. landscape and, and vice versa, you know, how, how everything, informs everything else you yeah. know it's it's really exciting to see it all come together you know and still developing too mm-hmm. you know and still pushing those boundaries you know I think one thing I admire about your work is the fact that you're not afraid to just push those boundaries and just mm-hmm. go all out
1: yeah that's like one thing that I really encourage artists to do like if you because I know like I get the whole you know Balling on the budget thing because I definitely am balling on a budget. Aren't we all? Yeah, we are. We are. We're all oh, yeah. on a budget. But it's mm-hmm. when it comes to art, and for me, I think I focus a lot of this kind of mentality on my visuals. But if I have a an idea and I'm like, oh holy shit, like wouldn't it be so cool if I could do this or that? Or like, wouldn't it be so cool if I painted myself blue? And when I had that idea, people were like, bitch, and I was like. <laughs> I you know, <laughs> I was like, okay, now I have to do it. Like yeah, you know if you if you go forth and you actually bring these like crazy ideas that these seemingly impossible impossible mm-hmm. um, you know ideas to
0: light and bring them to life, it's like that's where it's really cool and, it, and that's where you're gonna stand out too. Yeah. like anybody can release a single. Mm-hmm. anybody can release an album, anybody can put music out, but it's what you're willing to do. To put that forward. Yeah. You know, the things that you're willing to create, the the time you're willing to invest. Yeah. You know, and again, with respect to all of us balling on a budget, the money you're willing to invest Mm -hmm. and just kind of picking your spots Mm -hmm. and really finding that unique place, that unique niche for all of the art you're creating. And music, for, for a lot of artists who I think are doing it really well, music's just a part of that. Totally. You know, you have the whole visual component. You have you know, all sorts of different ways to reach out to your audience and engage them,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and I think you're doing a great job of that. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's really – it's exciting to watch. I'm always interested to see what different artists are doing to push that envelope forward and mm-hmm. to really put their all and, put you know, put back into their work, you know, more than just, you know, going into the studio, mm-hmm. you know, tracking, recording, having it engineered and then putting it out. Yeah. It takes so much – especially in this day and age, you know – You have all the social media. You have so much content being generated at any given time. It's Mm -hmm. so hard to stand out. You know, it's easier than ever to get your work out there, but standing out is an entirely different beast than it used to be.
2: Most
1: definitely.
0: And most of us are doing it without any kind of real major financial backing. Mm
1: -hmm. So that
0: makes it even more challenging. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as an artist, like, how do you get around that, though?
1: Oh, God. I mean, I kind of when I was – When I was about 15, I realized, like, I think I'm probably wanting to be creative in some sort of Mm -hmm. way. And uh, I was like, I need to get a job. I need to start saving. I've Mm -hmm. always been a big saver. And, um, yeah, I started working in and out when I was 15. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just have continued to work and just save and and just build up enough money that I know I'll be able to kind of just allot to my art. And, uh, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you said that because it breaks the notion that we all just kind of move here pie in the sky and live in a van, Uh (laughs) you know, Uh and just busk for a little like we all most of us have day jobs, you know, your first few years in this town, like you have day jobs and they might have absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with music, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the reality, you know, it's
2: reality.
0: Yeah. And like there might be some pie in the sky people out there listening to this who are like, oh, I thought I could just move there and it's not. No. You got it. You got to save your money. You got to get a day job. You have to have something to fuel your exploits. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, those exploits aren't – if they do come to fruition, they're not going to come to fruition the way you want them to because you won't be able to invest enough into them. Mm-hmm, so I'm, I'm really glad you said that yeah. because, <laughs> you know, I I never want to, you know, make any bones about it. Like, this is a lot of work, and uh-huh. it's a lot of work that you're not – like, that might have nothing to do with your overall vision, but it serves its purpose of actually making it feasible. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really happy you said that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and... – working too in such a in nashville a city like this it's so easy to network and hop on other projects with other artists and work you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. like i've just started um creative directing Mm -hmm. other music videos and that's been great because i'm like i just found like a cool passion within my passion you know and like helping other artists do that kind of stuff that's what i love about nashville Mm -hmm. as opposed to la Oh yeah. You you, know, you could so swing you can't
0: swing a dead cat without hitting like ten creatives. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's literally. a great thing, you know, yeah. because it's like it's this accessible community, mm-hmm. you know, where your next door neighbor could be the touring drummer for, you know, some major artist, yeah. you know. It's It's different, I think, in that respect from New York and L.A. because the population hasn't grown so much here Mm -hmm. to where it's harder to run into those people. Also, it's way more accessible, not nearly as walled off, particularly as New York, you know, because I grew up in the shadow of that city, and it's really hard to meet people there, I I found. It's way easier to meet them here. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, you just walk into a space like this or go to any one of these mixers or whatever around town. Go to to Whiskey Jam on Thursday night. If country's your bag, you're going to meet 10 people you want to meet. You know, and that you could co write with, or exactly. maybe producers or whomever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's Most definitely, it, it, it is. It's really, it's really a cool time to be here. I think it's the right time to be here. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's exciting to see what you can get your hands into, you know, things you never expect once you're here. Like, I was driving Lyft when I first moved here for a couple months, and just the people you meet, you oh, know? Totally. Yeah. You know, just, you know, anybody you pick up could be, in a touring band, they could be, mm-hmm. you know, the director of this venue over here. You know, like yeah. you just by just getting out there in this town, like you're just gonna run into people and meet them. Mm-hmm. Again, still got to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you do meet them, you still got to work. But yeah. like it, it does put so much within your reach. Yeah, you know, just by you know being here and just getting out there. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thank you so much, Talia, for joining us. Now, before I let you go, I want to give everyone a chance to check you out online and yeah. learn more about you and get all the information they need on these shows coming up. So,
1: yes, definitely. Um, my website is taliastewart.com, which mm-hmm. is my name. And uh, on socials, I am uh, Talia Stewart. It, my handle is Talia Official. Mm-hmm. Um, on Facebook, you can just find my page, it's Talia Stewart. Um, yeah yeah and that's the that's the tea on my website we have some really cool merch up there right now for this I, yeah the merch game's pretty strong yeah I, thank
0: I've noticed you. that
1: thank you yeah we made some fanny packs and mm-hmm. uh, some hats and yeah uh, yeah it's a good good time yeah. So. Yeah. so
0: go online check all that out and again thank you so much for joining us of
1: course thank you so much
0: for having me absolutely confessional the new album out now october 3rd is the release show for that we'll of course have more information on that too Mm -hmm. on our channels Speaking of those channels, here's where you can find us online. The Quinn Spin has two ends in Quinn, two ends in Spin. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and other ones that I'm not remembering at the moment. There's a lot. There's like nine different platforms. There's a bunch. I pushed those four or five. I haven't even heard of the other ones. but I'm glad we're there, though. I'm glad. Don't drop us, please. Uh, you can also find us at undergroundmusiccollective.com. That's our central hub, of course. We are a child of Underground Music Collective. You can find that on Facebook. U Music Collective, Instagram, You Music Collective, and Twitter, Collective U M, because You Music Collective was too long, mm-hmm. and I think any variation of it was unav- unavailable on Twitter. So that's where you can find us. You can also, of course, check us out anytime you like out in the community. We're going to be getting out there more, more on that in the fall. I think we've announced it to this point, so I'm going to tell you right now, over at Douglas Corner, we have a Writers' Round that we're hosting for the first time ever. On Friday, September 27th, 9 to 11 p.m., six local artists here to Nashville. Very excited, hoping to make a monthly thing of that as well. So we'll see you out there for now. Enjoy your month. Enjoy this song by the Mad Sugars. We Want the Night, our official closing theme song here at the Quinn Spin. And stay tuned for much more. Take it away, Adam. <laughs>
3: I should leave this all behind. Can't be treading water at 25. Paychecks here, not much left over.